Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 119. I kind of miss this intro. First off, as always, a big shout out to you, runner friend, for listening in today. Thank you. So I'm actually really excited about today's episode because I feel it blends some really great topics, running and mindset, of course, along with real life applicability. And the structure of today's episode, as you'll hear as we get going, is a little different too. On the show today, we're chatting about building mental resilience through running and how this can contribute to personal growth and development. It all started on one of those mornings, the ones where the temptation to hit the snooze button is almost irresistible. On this particularly morning, I found myself facing a critical decision to let this extra time in bed be my excuse to skip my scheduled run or to seize the day despite the delay. So I chose the latter and in those 40 minutes of running, something really profound occurred. Because instead of fixating on the 20 minutes, because it was supposed to be a 60 minute run, Instead of fixating on those 20 minutes that I had lost, I'm saying this in air quotes, due to my delayed start, I celebrated the 40 minutes I had gained. This shift in perspective led to a realization that it's not about what we lose in the moment, but what we gain from our choices. This perspective of course, isn't confined to running. It's a philosophy that can be applied to every aspect of life, which is why I'm so excited about this episode and which is why I love marrying mindset and running. It's about choosing self-compassion over self-criticism, acknowledging progress as a step forward and fostering a sense of accomplishment in our endeavors. One quote, that aligns perfectly with this mindset, I think, is by Dan Sullivan. It goes like this. You have an ideal in your mind and you're measuring yourself against your ideal rather than against the actual progress you've made. This is why you're unhappy with what you've done and it's probably why you're unhappy with everything in your life. Don't let your past be forgotten. Always measure backward. End of quote. This is the gap and the gain concept explained. It's a focus on what did not happen 
as opposed to what did happen. Our results are built on what happened in the past. The idea is to focus on the gain of what you did because it'll positively impact your next actions, which will be your future results. I get a lot of my inspirations during my runs in the morning, and it makes sense because I'm doing something I enjoy. And I want to expand on the gap and the gain idea by sharing a voice clip with you that I did while I was out running. So you'll hear the gravel, you'll hear my footsteps, but just listen to the ideas I'm sharing here. So I want to talk to you a little more about the concept, the gap and the gain, which intuitively spoke to me like the glass half empty versus the glass half full. That analogy I've known for a long time and, and understood. And I would say I've also, also been good to try and look at things from the perspective of the glass half full. But it's been more just of a, we'll just put a positive spin on it. So when I came across the concept, the gap and the gain, and being in the gap versus being in the gain, I felt that I finally understood why it was so important to deliberately put myself in the, in the gain. But I also understood why so many, why I, for so long, and I still find myself in the gap, but I find it easier to put a switch on it, not to switch out of it. But I felt I finally understood why. So if you're in the gap, here's what's going on. And this is not my concept. This is Dan Sullivan's concept. He's a coach. If you're in the gap, you are measuring yourself against an ideal. You can almost think about the founding father, Thomas Jefferson, who wrote about it, who said that being an American was about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Embedded in the word pursuit of happiness is a striving that's never ending. And so, similarly, being in the gap is a striving for an ideal that you cannot reach. And this is why so many very successful people actually struggle the most with this idea because they're continually measuring themselves against the gap, against the ideal, against this ever-moving horizon line, right? So they're measuring themselves from where they are currently to where they want to go. And you never close the gap. That's not to say you shouldn't have goals and that you can reach your goals. So instead, if you're in the gain, you measure yourself backwards from where you started to where you are now. And you see how much you've grown. That's a whole different feel. All right, just finished up my strides. So, as you can imagine, being in the gap is especially prominent amongst types like us, runners, goal getters. I see it in myself and I see it 
especially in the in the women that I coach that we strive for this horizon we strive for this ideal this idea that well that's that's where the bar is that's what we're supposed to do that's where we're supposed to get to and as I mentioned while the idea is to have a goal and strive towards the goal the real key is really what you use as your progress monitoring if you want to call it that as your as your benchmark to see how far you've grown and that the key to that is to look backwards now i'm gonna be honest that's tough because for me that's i'm already in a new spot from where i grew from so i worry my natural tendency or inclination would be to worry that well if that's all it's about then it's too easy then i'm not going to be tough enough on myself and continue to grow however that's that's where things really changed for me when i actually got present to the fact that it was all about come on guys turn around it was all about the self-compassion component and the more I enjoyed what I was doing, the more I naturally wanted to do. It was kind of intuitive to what I thought would happen. So I encourage you, I invite you to try this on for yourself and really just become present to where you're in the gap. You can start with running and see where are you in the gap? with your habit are you typically not satisfied after a run with your efforts you're typically not satisfied with you know a time in a race or what comes up for you and then where how can you find the gain in that so this will be a super revealing exercise for you and as always reach out, email me, there'll be a link in the show notes, and ask me any questions, and I will offer my best advice to you. Here is how the gain played out for me, but it could just as easily have been the gap. So listen to this other tip straight from the trail. I'm going to be honest, I use running as a vehicle for personal development. What do I mean by that? Well, in a structured environment, which is my running days or plans, I use that to to push myself out of my comfort zone in a way. And off the top of your head, you might think, well, that just means, you know, pushing cardio-wise or distance-wise. Sure, it means those things. I do both speed work and long runs. But it doesn't only mean that. It also means, and that's the biggest piece here, the whole mental resilience component. So, for instance, today, I had a full hour on my training plan. And I got out the door too late to be able to be back in time. Now, maybe 
that is the greater percentage of your runs and if that's the case and why do we need to chat well because if you want it to be different which is my guess you do there are some not overly difficult steps that you can take such as setting yourself to in order to set yourself up for success so however this is not the norm for me it happens sometimes probably for the same reason that it happens to a lot of people mismanaging my time the night before so there's two outcomes here i could do what i typically what i used to do i could go down the road of negative self-talk berating myself the minute i hit snooze and did not get out of bed on time and just really kind of being negative towards myself the entire morning and as I head out the door and of course I don't get out of my run what my training plan says or the other path which is yeah it is what it is and that's okay now what am I grateful for today what am I grateful and really remember the things that I'm grateful for I'm grateful for all the incredible people in my network that supports me. I'm grateful for all my friends and my family who inspire me, who I learn from. Dang, I'm grateful for the sunrises over the mountain. Ah, oh, I'm so privileged to get to watch those. I'm so grateful to having these three dogs that are always ready to go with me. Rain or shine, snow, short or long run, they just love it. So, and then time for the run rolls around, you go out and you run. You don't get the full hour in. Maybe you get a half hour, 45 minutes. Heck, maybe you only get 15 minutes. Yeah, you're still running. Yes, you are. And does that feel good? Yes, because I went into the run having deliberately repeated or kept myself in good energy, good vibe, a good vibe, right? So when I get out of my run, it feels really great. And I'm gonna tell you this, when you look back at today, a week from now, four weeks from now, three months from now, six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, is it going to matter? Is it really going to matter that you have an occasional run that is not according to your training plan? It's not. Is it going to matter that you went out and you felt the desire to run, and you ran your runs, that's gonna matter. But you show up for yourself, for your runs, right? That's what will matter. So what truly matters in the long run, pun intended, haha, a week, a month, or years from now, it's the gains, the steps taken, and the energy invested in the present that matter most. It's about cultivating the energy and self-compassion to fuel not only our runs, 
but our lives. This leads me to an exciting announcement. If this episode resonated with you, if you're ready to transform your mindset and discover the power of positivity, then join me in my exclusive private podcast series, Runners Ditch the Negative Self-Talk. This is where we'll explore these concepts in depth and work together to foster unwavering mental resilience. This is a freebie and you can grab it from the show notes. So runner friend, remember the journey to embracing the gain starts with a single step. Choose self-compassion and positivity, not only in your running routine, but in every facet of your life. So thanks for joining me today, runner friend. Here's to cultivating habits that have you running motivated and engaged. Until next week, remember running makes us happy, but happiness just makes us better runners, period. And P.S. If you're a returning listener, I challenge you to share this episode with two running friends because who knows, doing so might just be the catalyst they need for running with joy. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.